0: Hey there, and welcome to We Only Look Thin. Before we get started, we wanted to let you know that this week's episode was recorded in the before time.
1: Yes, long, long ago, back on March first, twenty twenty. Before we recorded it this episode, happened, yeah. before
0: the big one hit, <laughs> so. before
1: we were all uh, all taking COVID as seriously as we are now, uh, we recorded this. So it's another one we don't talk about it. Uh, it's it's very jokey. And, yeah, lots of uh, slide
0: whistles, uh, lots of references to 1980s songs. So uh so enjoy
1: if you're not interested in our shenanigans
0: <laughs> then do go the no further.
1: You. Yes, but uh hopefully you are interested in our shenanigans and uh wish to check this out.
0: Yeah, so enjoy And welcome to a Double Trouble episode of We (laughs) Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I've lost about 150 pounds. I'm a work in progress. And with me today is the Thompson to my twin.
1: (laughs) Donald Weigel. (laughs) And I am Double the Trouble. Catherine by herself is... A certain amount of trouble. A
0: particular amount of trouble. And I am
1: double that amount of trouble. And I have lost a little over 100 pounds and have uh, kept it off for about two years now.
0: Congratulations. Thank
1: you. And thank you for being here with me today.
0: You're welcome. I I know you have
1: a lot of choices of things to do.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, it's a big day today because you just told me that it is... Chopin's birthday.
1: It is Chopin's birthday. And as many of you longtime listeners will know, uh, we talk about Chopin a lot, and Chopin got it done.
0: Turns out, my guy, Chopin got it done in 39 years. I know. He was only 39 when he passed away. 39.
1: If he were uh, alive today, he would be 190 years old. And I'd like to think that if he had listened to this podcast (laughs) and followed our advice that he'd still be with us.
0: Well, <laughs> we'll still we, be
1: getting it done. See,
0: here's the thing. He was a prodigy. Uh, he got things done early, yeah. and we are kind of the opposite We're of Chopin. We're late blo- bloomers. We're late bloomers. We're here to tell you that you can do uh, your best show panning after age 40. Like He yeah. dropped it off at 39, but we picked it up at 40.
1: I like to think that if I had felt my best at, in my 20s, that I would now, relatively speaking, feel miserable. <laughs> but because I was We're on so the way up. terribly out of shape for most of my life now i feel amazing (laughs) No,
0: but like i've actually read uh i can't remember any of the examples right now but um i've read about people who didn't hit their stride until they were older in life yeah mr rogers actually didn't start uh mr rogers neighborhood until he was 49 years old
1: wow like really is
0: that true yeah i read his autobiography wow he got it done at he 49. He looked
1: much younger than that. But
0: he did a lot before he actually got to the part where he became famous. Yeah. And we spend a lot of time uh, just sort of thinking. <laughs>
1: we have done nothing <laughs> we before had- we got to the part where we became mildly <laughs> no, famous on the internet. But it's
0: important to remember that there's always time to get it done. Yeah. Very like true. Chopin, you're like, if I didn't get it done by 39, like Chopin, why should I even bother? That's what all of you out there in TV yeah. land are saying. That's
1: everyone. <laughs> of you in TV land.
0: <laughs> but uh, but yeah but show All
1: of you watching our television program right now.
0: <laughs> I don't know where they're watching. <laughs> I still have family who think it's a YouTube channel. I know they think it's a blog. Don't understand
1: what podcasts are. Eh, That's fine.
0: They don't need to listen. I share a lot. It turns out I share a lot of private information. On yeah, this yeah. Podcast. You you throw your
1: family members under the bus all the time.
0: Yeah, it's well. better
1: that they don't watch our television program. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anywho, just in case
1: I've actually confused anyone, this is a podcast, a podcast. and you're listening to it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just to clear that lucky up. Lucky you. But uh, we've decided to call this episode doctor doctor doctor
1: doctor and uh it's mostly about the thompson twins and their rise to fame
0: doctor doctor don thought it was a different doctor he thought it was was,
1: doctor doctor tell me the news i got
0: a bad case we're just gonna sing the hits uh but uh i was making i can't remember what i was making the other day but i doctored it up yeah you've heard of doctoring things you don't need a phd or an md to doctor things um i no, you uh, don't
1: you can and call yourself a, a doctor
0: <laughs> <laughs> please don't call yourself a doctor
1: yeah don't do that i think it actually is illegal
0: yeah but the thompson twins weren't even twins
1: they no. weren't related
0: i was very confused turns out candidate. it's
1: illegal to call yourself a doctor to impersonate a doctor but it's not illegal to impersonate a twin <laughs> but, <laughs> you can do that legally
0: but you know when you're a kid and you're like is boy george a girl or a boy yeah or, i didn't know what non-binary got, was at that point he's got boy in the
1: name but
0: he, but he looks like, like i didn't know i and, remember like, the, the moment twins, i saw boy twins? george for the first time
1: on solid gold and i said to my dad on i solid said boy gold. I, when i heard this song it was it was on solid I gold know. i was like i when i dad when i heard this song i thought it was a, a boy singing but look it's a girl and my dad just kind of was like Oh well, uh,
0: well. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, the Thompson twins, I expected to see them, and I saw them, and I said, they are decidedly not twins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to believe now. <laughs>
1: wow, that was your big takeaway from the show, that they weren't actual twins. But
0: it turns out, when you name something double, it gets better, doesn't it? It I mean, really does. And there should be a name, and maybe there is, if, if you're listening right now and you know, you know when you say something like, I'm hungry, hungry, yeah, like a hippo, or I'm yeah, like, thirsty, Yeah, are, you, are thirsty. you hungry or
1: are you hungry, hungry? Like, do you
0: like him or do you like, like him?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. But like,
0: you're Duran Duran, so fine, they named it twice. They sure
1: did. They did. Yeah, and it's doubly good because of it.
0: It is, and I... Uh, I now was... I'm
1: hungry, hungry, like the wolf, wolf. Yeah.
0: <laughs> But, like, Toto doesn't count, because that's just, like... That's one word. That's just one <laughs> word, but it's said it twice. Twice is nice. But then there's Mr. Mister, which is actually the name of my uh, personal misting service. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you're,
1: <laughs> are you too hot? Is it not humid enough where you are?
0: <laughs> Try our Mr. Mister. Mr. Mister. Mister. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but we're sticking with Dr. Doctor for this episode. So, we have talked about pumping up the volume with food. We have talked about perfectionism being procrastination. We
1: sure have. And we're
0: doing kind of a mashup today of sort of that idea.
1: Whoa, a mashup.
0: Yeah, a mashup. Why I've not? heard
1: of mashups. Kids do those all the time.
0: <laughs> um I don't like it when I hear different versions of songs for my youth that they've changed up. We heard like a techno version of uh, of something it d- didn't go well.
1: Yeah, there was like a, a remix on on Sirius Radio of some Yeah, it was song. like
0: Electric Avenue or something. I was like, that's not my Electric Avenue. Yeah. So to go back to the purpose of this uh, this podcast, we have talked about perfectionism being a loophole. Um, I'm sure you've said it yourself, you know me. I'm either 100% on or 100% off. I've yeah. heard that recently yeah. from people who are talking about their health journeys. Yeah,
1: it drives me crazy mostly because I it reminds me of how I used to be, you know. Well, I like I if I if I can't do it 100%, I may as well not do it at all.
0: Well, but I I did that, I would say like well, you know, you know me, I'm either working out 100% or I'm nothing or yeah. I'm I'm either on a diet or I'm off a diet or if I'm dieting that I'm not exercising. I can't seem to do both at the same time. like... Yeah, And I identified as someone who couldn't get it done, like Chopin. <laughs> no, no, Chopin
1: did get it done.
0: Um, But I thought it must be nice to be Chopin because yeah. I couldn't get it done. But when you hear yourself saying, you know me, I'm 100% on or 100% off. You know me, I'm all salads or all cookies. 100% is just a habit. Yeah. Saying that you only give 100% or none percent is unsustainable and we unsustainably did that for 40 plus years we certainly did i thought it was a circumstance not a choice and we uh, are going to spend this episode talking about ways that you can modify to make progress instead of standing still because if you can't get perfection you're not going to do anything it's it's really kind of a stubborn loophole yeah
1: yeah yeah, I mean, you say to yourself, I I can't do anything, and so you do nothing. But we're here to tell you that instead of doing nothing, you can doctor doctor
0: doctor, doctor. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> pop up the volume. Pop
1: up the volume. So,
0: we always it it's actually it works when you have sort of a catchphrase to go along with something that you're doing because yeah. you realize like if I'm adding salsa to salad dressing, it's Dr. Doctor. Yeah. And uh, I'm also pumping up the volume. Exactly. See, there's so many fun ways to say words. But we... It's <laughs> <laughs> so
1: fun to say these words.
0: But um, I was listening to an episode of the Brooke Castillo podcast a couple of years ago, and she talked about not wanting her employees to give... A-plus work at every turn. And I think we do that. And we think, like, what do you mean? Like, you want to do your best work. Yeah. But she was talking about giving, like, B-minus C work is passable. You don't need to send the perfect email every single time. Wish
1: I had a boss like that, by the way.
0: Well, but yeah, but there are certain things that we give, like, that extra white glove service to that doesn't really demand that extra step. Yeah. And it is partially not a waste of time but it is a way to spend time instead of focusing on other activities
1: yeah and one of my favorite expressions and I wish I could remember where I first heard it but is don't let perfection be the enemy of the good yeah I
0: think that was Gretchen Rubin yeah friend of the show friend of the show (laughs) Gretchen
1: Rubin and what that means is if you can do something that's good don't do nothing or something bad just because you can't do the perfect thing. If the perfect thing, if you're like, I, the perfect thing is going to elude me, I can't possibly put the perfect thing together, but I could do something good, but instead I'm just going to do nothing. I mean, yeah. it's kind of that, that mindset.
0: Well, and we still struggle with it because... I know in my life, I think I have all of these goals or aspirations. I want to spend an hour meal prepping. I want to spend an hour reading. I want to do, you know, an hour yoga class. I want to read for a half hour. I, you know, I have a hobby that I'd like to invest in, but unless I can do it for yeah. an afternoon, I'm not going to do it at all. I've got to clean out the garage, but if I can't spend the whole day doing it, I'm not going to do it at all. Yeah. And we, Donald and I are actual people in 3d life we are actual human people you, yes if this was just a bot <laughs> <laughs> artificial intelligence
1: exactly but
0: we still catch ourselves at least
1: there'd be some intelligence if even if it was artificial
0: <laughs> um but we catch ourselves saying i don't have time to do that we don't have time to read we don't have time to do yoga we don't have time to meal prep and really, we, when we're thinking about time, we think about half hour, hour, two hour, all day commitments. And so much of what we do can actually be broken down into those tiny atomic habits that James Clear talks about. Those simple steps, that one thing you can do to improve your circumstance. So instead of all or nothing, it's all or something.
1: Yeah, you take baby steps forward until maybe eventually you can do it in the perfect, you know, and I'm using perfect in air quotes way. And what are some of the the things that we're talking about? Uh, We're talking about exercise. We're talking about our food, our diet, and we're talking about sleep and um, a whole bunch of other things. And uh, I'd like to start out by talking about exercise because there seems to be a stigma about modifying exercises. We grow up being told things like, you know, no pain, no gain, yeah. or I wrote one down that I saw on the internet, pain is just weakness leaving the body.
0: Yeah, or sweat is your fat crying, or... Oh my God,
1: that well, just makes me cringe. It like, it sends me from zero to angry.
0: But people still feel, and I, I see it all the time, people say like, I can't walk for two days after leg day, like it's a badge. And you're like, but yeah, no, you can't do anything, so... And I would do that too, I would do squats for an well, hour yeah. and then not be able to walk the next day and
1: leading you know doing things like that leads leads you le- used to lead me to hating it and then i would just dread it and then i would stop doing it like i might be able to push through and keep doing it for a while but
0: but if you hate something
1: yeah that's you're good you're not gonna keep but doing
0: donald it. actually found some research didn't uh, you
1: well i found for one thing i found a website uh this woman named allison lambert uh she was a college athlete and she does fitness for a living now And she says on her website that she modifies exercises all the time. And she says incorporating modifications can help your body function better, last longer, and reduce the likelihood of injury. That's for
0: suckers. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) So if you can't do the perfect push-up or you can't do the perfect, you know, squat or the perfect whatever particular exercise, sit-up, crunch, whatever – there is probably a modification out there for you that you can do that will help you build up to the por- part where you can do the actual exercise. So, doing the modification can help to improve your current condition while preventing further diseases and conditions while you're doing it. That's
0: so important because I definitely used to see it as all or nothing. I either would go to the gym all- every day or I would not go at all. I would either work out with a trainer or do nothing and sit on the couch. And allowing yourself to be a novice at something allowing yourself to give a little bit of effort each day uh, instead of I work out two or three times a month I don't remember I don't have a plan for it I just kind of figure it out but going back to the modifications too I know I personally used to think uh, up until very recently that a modification was like just do it on your knees whatever it is do it on jump rope do it on your knees like That There was only an on or an off switch for either the perfect form or a lesser form. And uh, Jill Brown Fitness, who is a a personal trainer in Southern California, she actually posted a video that I think Donald will link to in the uh, show notes. I will happily
1: link to it in the show notes.
0: But she is in fantastic shape and was showing form for doing push-ups. But then she blew my mind by showing five different modifications for push-ups. And I... Thought there was only one in the history of the universe, and yeah, for it sure. blew my mind that you could do it. Sort of, uh, you know, on your knees with your back flat instead of tilted like a plank. Yeah, you we, can do it one we talk leg, a lot two about, leg.
1: We talk a lot about Cassie Ho and all of her Blogilates videos, and she uh, mentions modifications for nearly every exercise. You know, if you can't do, if you can't do it the way I'm doing it, then do it this way. If you can't, you know, you can do it this way or that way. Um, To make it easier to make it suit you. And one of the benefits of this is that you can protect your current injuries while preventing new injuries from happening. So if you've got bad knees, a bad back, a bad shoulder, like whatever, you can modify your exercise to protect those injuries and not re-aggravate them and make them worse.
0: Well, and also when you're in a class or you're taking, um, you know, yoga or a fitness class, you can also just skip a movement altogether. And we've talked about that before, but it is so important to just know your boundaries and not push yourself too hard. Because I think that that risk of injury is a real issue because it can leave you not being able to exercise at all. And another part of the whole fitness thing, um, more than just modification is understanding that you don't have to give 30 minutes. You don't have to give 60 minutes if you don't have it. Maybe some days you do have 30 to 60 minutes to do it. Yeah. But if you can only give five minutes, do five minutes. I found a yoga with Adrian video where she actually has her yoga videos broken out by time. So videos under 10 minutes, videos under 20 minutes. Yeah. And I the idea of doing an hour of yoga made me want to cry. But I was yeah. like I could do 5 minutes. Makes me want to
1: cry right now.
0: But it really and I I know I've said this before and I say things but then I do them myself. I'm like, "Hey, guess what? It's true." Like I <laughs> I've been doing I've been doing 5-minute yoga videos every day for the last week and it feels quick, it's easy. Yeah. You know, it's not an hour. I'm not standing on my head, but I'm getting into the practice of making it a practice to do it. And I was doing five minute videos during the week. And then yesterday I did a 20 minute video because I had the time to do it. And that fear factor was gone because I gave myself permission to give as little effort as possible, Yeah, but keep the practice in place, keep that bookmark, keep that appointment with myself each day. So that time thing is huge. If you can't give a lot of time five minutes matters
1: yeah if you're if you're staring down the barrel of of an hour of yoga and that is just too much um you know or an hour of anything or 30 minutes of anything and it's all just too much step back and say to yourself what can i doctor doctor doctor?" doctor. and figure out what you can do for you because modifying an exercise workout helps get rid of excuses you can start where you need to be You can do a workout that caters to your body and your needs. Do you know how you can get stronger, leaner, and improve cardio? Do you? I don't. You can do an exercise that you can do right now. Oh. Like, that's how you do it. You know, we've told this story before, but there was a gentleman um, who weighed something like 500 pounds and couldn't even get out of bed, and eventually he lost you know, something like 300 pounds. And he couldn't get out of bed, so he started just started just by shaking himself.
0: Like tensing his muscles like tensing and shaking his in muscles
1: bed. and shaking in bed and eventually was able to then move on to getting out of bed and you know, slowly over time building up to the point where he was able to do, you know, what we would say quote unquote are real exercises. And the point here is that anything is a real exercise. Any movement that you can do that you can incorporate into your life. If, if something seems too hard, doctor, doctor.
0: Yeah, like cut it back. Give 50%. What's a C? Like you don't have to run a mile. If you can run for 10 seconds, start there. That's where I started. I started yeah. literally, I ran for 18 seconds, lost my keys in my wallet, which is <laughs> fun. <laughs> uh, get a fanny pack, everybody. Yeah. Uh, but starting where you are is okay, and there's no shame in it. And if it leads to you not, being injured and even better, inspiring someone else to get off the couch. That's huge. If you can be a role model for someone else, just by your small incremental action, it really matters. So fitness is possible. And it's honestly, I think, was it Gretchen Rubin who said that something that you do every day is easier to keep a habit because you don't negotiate with yourself. Like, I'll work out three days a week okay, well, you know what? At least I'll get in five minutes of walking every day. And then that becomes a pattern of behavior. Every day I brush my teeth. Every day I walk for five minutes. There's no guesswork.
1: Exactly. So the next time that you're saying to yourself you're going to do nothing instead of doing some exercise, think to yourself, (laughs) doctor, doctor. doctor. Um, And the same can be applied to your food, to your diet and your meal. You can look at your food and say, Doctor, 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 doctor. So, um, I wanted to start out by reminding people of some of the low-calorie foods that you can, you know, that are very versatile that you can do a lot of things with. Um, things like eggs, like you could cook eggs like four hundred different ways. <laughs> Um, that's scientifically proven. The only weight loss
0: podcasts that suggest eggs.
1: Berries and fruit in general. Yogurt, especially Greek yogurt, because of how uh, high protein it is. Soup. There are so many different kinds of soups. Like, if you like soup, chances are there is a low-cal, you know, high protein volume version of the soup that you like that is going to satisfy you. Cottage cheese is another one that's a go-to for me a lot. Yeah. I know yeah, <laughs> Catherine doesn't like it at all. You just
0: get a single doctor on that one. I'm yeah. not giving you a doctor.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna give you it can a doctor double it by doctor. Putting
0: it in the trash.
1: You can doctor it up with pineapple or strawberry oh. or blueberry. Um or if you're Catherine, you can put it in the trash. <laughs> um it, you know, and then condiments, things like ketchup are are pretty low calorie and Here's a little secret between that I am not going to uh, tell anyone else but you, the fine listener. I lost a hundred pounds and have kept it off for two years. I have never <gasps> tracked my ketchup. What? I've never one time actually tracked my ketchup. And he which uses
0: a lot of ketchup. He
1: uses a lot of ketchup. I don't typically recommend not counting things like I have a rule: if it has sugar in it, that I track it, and if it doesn't have sugar in it, then maybe I don't. Like if it's just a, a you know a but steamed vegetable. Here's the thing.
0: You didn't get diabetes because you had ketchup.
1: Yeah. At least that's I not, don't think so. That's
0: not – it wasn't like, oh, he's all made of ketchup. He's 100% Heinz. Everyone, yeah. he's 57 Heinz for sure.
1: 57 varieties <laughs> of, of ketchup. But there are also plenty of things that have virtually no calories that you can use to doctor,
0: doctor, doctor your doctor. food. Doctor, doctor. We we really got to work on that. I feel like
1: it's. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I think it's wonderful and amazing. Um, You know, things like hot sauce. Like I have, I literally have something like six kinds of hot sauce in the house right now that I use. It might even be more like eight or 10 kinds of hot sauce that really, you know, if I, if there's something that I think is going to be fairly bland, which is almost everything, I think to myself,
0: doctor, doctor, doctor,
1: and put some hot sauce on it. There's, you know, most mustards have virtually no calories. A1 steak sauce. I've been a vegetarian for 30 years. This will, like this year is my 30 year uh-huh. anniversary of it. And. I still use A1 steak sauce like crazy, um, because it's it itself is vegetarian and I will put it on things like cauliflower. He puts and it on green all beans the stuff. And, you know, all. <laughs> and not to mention, you know, veggie burgers and other sort of, you know, soy based meats and things. Things like dill pickles. Like somehow on the show I became known as the Oh my pickle gosh. Guy.
0: People have just started sending us pickles.
1: Yeah. Pickle seasoning. You know, pickled, there are pickled things. Like, um, I I have these these take-with-you shelf-stable packets that have, like, pickled artichoke hearts and pickled asparagus. You can and, pickle that. Um, pickled green beans and pickled snow peas. And they're things that you I can just take anywhere with me and have a, you know, virtually calorie-free snack just about anywhere. Um, dill relish. Jarred peppers, banana peppers, tamed jalapenos, pepperoncinis. Like there's all kinds of like really easy to get um, peppers that have almost no calories in them that you can add to something.
0: Well, and the point of the doctoring part, which I'll interject because I have a lot of food things to say. Maybe I skipped
1: over that part. (laughs) Maybe I skipped over the point of listing all of these (laughs) virtual calorie free foods.
0: Well, I have seen and I spent a lot of my life eating as little food as possible when I was dieting. Yeah. I would have a dry piece of toast. I would have a sad, dry chicken breast, you know, steamed broccoli. And I still see people doing that. Yeah. And there are ways to... doctor doctor doctor. the food to actually make it taste delicious like you don't have to eat sad food to make your fat cry to leave your body
1: i have several veggie burgers that i eat that range from about 110 calories each to like 130 calories each and there are ones that are much more high calorie than those but i have found a few different kinds that i like that are around there but i take You know, I take onions, I take tomatoes, I take these sort of peppers I've been talking about. Add things like sauerkraut, which is virtually calorie free. And it may, you know, I alternate what I put on them and it really spices them up, makes them more filling because it adds volume to the food. It pumps Pumps up up the volume, volume! which is a whole nother episode of the show, which is another
0: episode And, and
1: spices them up sometimes literally and figuratively.
0: Well, and that's the thing. There are ways to add the volume for better satiety because when you eat one small carrot, that's not super satisfying. But if you put hot sauce on it and salsa and doctor it up, it actually doesn't taste like sadness. Yeah. And I think that is the, the big point here is that there are so many seasonings, spices, you know, canned vegetables, fresh vegetables that can pump up the volume and pump up the flavor as well. And getting to a point where you're not just chicken and broccoli yeah, or plain tofu and broccoli, where you can actually add seasonings and spices to make it taste delicious and you don't feel like crying in your food. I, for one, sort of to go back to the beginning, I don't go for diet food per se. Like I know people who cut out all of the foods that they like or don't do anything because they're afraid, well, my husband makes dinner. What am I supposed to do? Well, I'm cooking for the whole family. What am I supposed to do? And I get that you can't maybe individualize your meal the way Donald and I do because yeah. we keep different schedules. But if you're cooking for a family or someone is cooking for you, you can take a small portion of the high calorie food lasagna chicken marsala whatever it is have a small portion of that and then pump up the volume with all the vegetables that donald said pump up the flavor you know leave off the leave off most of the sauce but then add flavor with lower calorie uh, marinades spices and volumes of vegetables. You know, and before we get too far along, I want to talk about two very amazing products. And those products are applesauce and tzatziki. Wow. (laughs) I've never said that before in my whole life. If I had said that five years ago. Please don't mix them together. That sounds terrible. No, that is a dare. No, uh, I wanted to talk about modifying recipes without filling them with sadness. And those are two ingredients that I use separately And equally, to- you know how you read
1: the ingredients on some packages, and the last ingredient is love. <laughs> well, in this case, the last ingredient is, is sadness. sadness.
0: No, but we've had friends who will make us uh, modified versions of delicious foods, with yeah. sad, making sad foods out of them. Like instead of using, you know, any butter, they just use applesauce, or you know, they use carob instead of chocolate chips. Yeah, I and-
1: remember, like somebody brought over this this like spinach dip that was supposed to be vegan and they were like, we won't eat this. No, this is but gross, I'm, but you'll I'm probably sure like you'll it. you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Well,
0: and I had uh, someone made a chocolate cake for me, but it was made with applesauce and carob. Oh, my and God. And it was terrible and it was a like, very nice gesture. Like carob-
1: does not need to exist. <laughs> no, that's
0: like a n- 1970s myth. Oh my I don't know, understand it. Anyway, so the point of my story is, instead of making things taste 100% like sadness, you can modify them and make them taste maybe 50%.
1: percent sadness. Yeah, just sort of
0: glum. Yeah. Uh, but uh, our daughter uh, and I make a banana bread recipe. Mm. And when we used to make it in the before times, uh, it, well, it called for a quarter cup of... Of oil in the recipe. Yeah. And that's a lot of calories when you add it up. Delicious, delicious calories. But instead of making it 100% sad and applesauce based, I started putting in mostly applesauce and then some oil. So it actually, like I put in two tablespoons of oil and then the balance was applesauce. And they actually taste really good. And you don't have to eliminate all deliciousness.
1: I can vouch for the fact they do taste really
0: good. Yeah, or if something calls for chocolate chips, don't punish people with carob. Don't do it. No. Maybe do 50% as many Chocolate chips. Yeah. It's still delicious. You get the chocolate in there. You reduce the calories, but it's not all that terrible. Um, but try to do that on recipes that call for oil or butter. Maybe just cut it in half instead of going all the way to sadness. And then uh, also, Tatsiki, we're taking you to the peninsula of Greece. Yeah, uh, for another bit of inspiration. Not
1: one of my favorite things, <laughs> let me tell you.
0: Um, but I started using Tatsiki as. A supplement for salad dressings. Now, mm. ranches, your buttermilks are delicious, but very high in calorie. Doesn't go very far. So I started so putting... So you looked
1: at it and decided to... Doctor, doctor. doctor. doctor.
0: Um, so I started using a small amount of... Full fat salad dressing and then supplementing it with tzatziki, which is about one gram is one calorie, which is uh, for you yeah. nerds out there. That's what Donald likes to do. <laughs> um, but so I use maybe a tablespoon of the salad dressing that I really enjoy, and then I supplement it with one or two tablespoons of tzatziki, which is really low calorie. And then I throw in a pile of salsa on top of that or pico de gallo. Guess so what? It's
1: half full fat dressing. <laughs> Half tzatziki and half uh, salsa.
0: That is, yes, 150% <laughs> true. And then the rest, it's no sadness, actually, because it's really delicious and, and creamy. Zero
1: sadness. And it
0: goes a long way, which feels much better than having, like, you know when they tell you, like, get one tablespoon of delicious dressing and then dip your fork in
1: it. Oh, yeah. And then
0: just have a whisper just, of it. Just a whisper a of whisper dressing. whisper of dressing. No you one's don't... ever
1: been satisfied by a whisper no, of dressing. No, you get, like,
0: a third of the way through and it just is like, well, I guess... I'm not eating any more salad because it's all gone. So yeah. adding volume with tzatziki and with salsa or pico de gallo, uh, I make uh, a combination. It's sort of a, a, a slurry, if you will, of just <laughs> <laughs> that
1: sounds delicious.
0: <laughs> no, but it's like it's really delicious. It's creamy, it's spicy, and it goes a lot farther than just having one tablespoon of dressing on a tiny little toothpick. You slurry just dip of it sadness
1: in. is one of my all-time favorite oh, bands, good, by the way. Good. Just can't get better than that. Good stuff.
0: So don't think about all of this as taking away from yourself. Just modify it so that you're making better choices, you're still feeling satisfied, and it doesn't taste like sadness.
1: Look at it and say to yourself, Doctor, Doctor, Doctor! Changing your portion size is another way to... doctor doctor doctor. you know like Catherine said somebody in your family makes you a high calorie thing take a smaller portion of it but then add a large portion of broccoli or cauliflower or green beans or something that's really going to fill you up that has virtually no calories in it
0: well and i used to see that too i think with my mom when she would be on a diet we would she would make dinner and then she would have some small side salad and a dry piece of chicken as her food. Yeah, and it feels exclusive it feels lonely, and it feels like you're being punished by not being able to enjoy food. And we have gone out of our way this time to include foods that we really enjoy, but really pumping up the volume with vegetables and salsas and low-calorie foods. And it's not about 100% on, 100% off. It's not about I either get to eat the food that I want or I don't. It's about figuring out that what is satisfying enough? How much of this can I have that still is delicious? That doesn't make me feel sad, and is also filling because we can either have, you know, one square of cheese, or we can have cheese with apples and a side of little pickles. And you 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 can add volume without really adding many calories. And it's not about, like I said, it's not about withholding flavor from yourself. It's not about punishing yourself with frozen meals. It's about figuring out ways to enhance them and enhance your entire experience. Not a hundred percent. It doesn't have to be a hundred percent perfect. We're yeah. just talking like what would a C average look like on this? Like how could we improve it? Exactly. So, Donald, you were talking about spices.
1: I was talking about spices. And Sorry, I took
0: over the steering wheel for it a minute.
1: Turns out that spices are the spice of life. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I just wanted to ask the question, Catherine, this all sounds great, but who's got time for it?
0: Uh, I don't have time. No, I have time for it. I have like five minutes. Because
1: you can doctor, 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 doctor. And what I mean by that is you can look at, there are... Easy shortcuts that you can take to make these things happen. You don't have time to cut up an entire head of cauliflower. Guess what? They sell it pre cut at what? your store like every store I go to now pretty much has the pre-cut stuff that you could just pop in the microwave. And
0: guess what? Okay, it costs a little bit more, but you know what costs more? The entire head of cauliflower that goes rotten in the fridge because you can't bear the idea of chopping it up. That's a waste.
1: Exactly. Um, We buy this like chopped up pico de gallo at at our local store that they, I think they do it in-house and it's mostly just onions and tomatoes and, and cilantro, but like I throw it on veggie burgers or whatever. It counts
0: as my salad many nights because I d- I can't even bear making a salad, but I can have a chicken breast and then put it on a, pi- a pile of pico de gallo and and that I gotta, adds I goodness got a whole to meal.
1: just about anything that that I could eat. Um adding sauerkraut to things. Um tomatoes are huge and versatile yeah. and you know, not just slicing up a tomato, but eating a cherry tomato, or there are canned tomatoes. There are fire roasted canned tomatoes that they fire roast without adding any oil to them. So, I mean, like the entire can is, I forget what, 60, 70 calories, something like that?
0: Yeah, I do uh, stewed tomatoes from time to time with meatballs and then a little sprinkle of Parmesan cheese. And there's some calories in it, but it makes it taste sort of like a meatball stew situation without that many calories, but it still tastes delicious little hot sauce on there
1: and salsa is a big one salsa's that big one. is uh that is huge for uh up. most salsas are virtually calorie free and um you got to watch out for like your mango or your pineapple salsa because they have a, a bit of calories in them but i do this thing um when i'm in a pinch or sometimes even when i'm not Annie's ravioli, they make this uh, cheesy ravioli. It's a can. There's 310 calories in the entire can, and I will take the can, and I'll add some salsa and some fire-roasted tomatoes to it, and I'll tell you, it's like eating, you know, if I I squint and use my imagination a little (laughs) bit, it's like eating a fancy ravioli at a restaurant, and I mean, it takes virtually no effort on my part. Um, but things like that. And then even sort of doubling up some of these doctor, doctor,
0: doctor, doctor. double
1: up your doctor, doctor, you know, I steam a bag of the pre cut pre washed cauliflower or pre washed pre cut green beans or something like that. And then Add some, you know, buffalo hot sauce to oh, it and buffalo I get
0: hot sauce is buffalo on cauliflower
1: or buffalo green beans or throw a little A1 on those green beans or whatever. And, you know, maybe some of you are like, I don't like any of that stuff, but chances are there's some spice or sauce or something that is virtually no calorie that you can use to
0: pump doctor the doctor. <laughs> doctor
1: or pump up the doctor. Up the
0: doctor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, well, they can't all be winners. Yeah. But going back to the spices, like fennel seed? is what Italian sausage tastes like. Yeah. Guess what? You sprinkle fennel seed on something, it tastes like you're having sausage without having sausage. Yeah, it's a
1: mind trick almost. It is.
0: There is a uh, seasoning popular in Southern California called tahine, T-A-J-I-N, which is a, a Latin spice that has lime and chili powder, and it makes everything taste really zesty and delicious. It's good
1: on watermelon. It's
0: good on watermelon. Yeah, it's weird on fruit. It tastes really good i yeah thought it was a lie but i know i mean delicious. fruit's already
1: pretty good but you know throw a little of that on it to mix it up
0: but you can put it on a salad you can put it on chicken you can put it on steak and put it on tofu uh there's also cinnamon cinnamon isn't just for uh for apple pie season no you can, no you can slice up an apple you can some... use
1: cinnamon at other times you of the year can. doctor
0: doctor doctor, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh i slice up apples and put a little dusting of cinnamon on top it's like a cozy vacation in my mouth it's yeah. delightful and like donald said with hot sauces like buffalo sauce it actually uh, there's studies that show that it leads to greater satiety because that hyper flavor matters pungent cheeses there we go pungent oh, cheeses yeah. like uh, feta blue cheese gorgonzola and parmesan a little sprinkle of that on anything it adds a lot of flavor with very low calories. I mean, you could add like half a cup of cheddar cheese, which is fine. Yeah, but adding a little bit of gorgonzola, blue cheese, or feta—just
1: to be clear, half a cup of cheddar is a lot of calories. That's a but, lot. Of, that's a lot of <laughs> But of a sprinkle of feta is is not.
0: Yeah. So put that on uh, on pretty much anything, and it's delicious. And it doesn't. It adds a lot of flavor without all of the calories. Um, in terms of like diet food, like we said. It is a great idea to add fruit to something that does not have fruit. Oh, yeah. What doesn't have fruit? Ice cream doesn't have fruit. Well, oh, sometimes. Yeah. So. But like have – if you don't want diet food – Have a small cup of ice cream and add a bunch of diced uh, strawberries in there or some blueberries. Yeah, for sure. Add canned peaches to your yogurt.
1: And this may sound insane to some people, but if you gradually sort of step down your your high power ice cream expectations, like I've started eating popsicles and – They're between 35 and 40 calories a piece, and they really sort of scratch that frozen dessert itch for me. Well,
0: and they take a long time to eat. And they take
1: a long time to eat. And, you know, assuming you don't just bite them,
0: (laughs) (laughs) bite them immediately,
1: yeah, like you do with a Tootsie Pop. Um, But they really last long and really, you know, make me uh, satisfy that frozen dessert itch for me.
0: Well, and also uh, our daughter actually mentioned mashed potatoes. Yeah. Uh, what can we do with mashed potatoes? That all or nothing mentality. If you look online, you know, what are alternatives to foods that make you happy? Like instead of mashed potatoes, have my mashed cauliflower instead of pasta, have zoodles. Yeah. And you know what you can do? You can go 50-50.
1: Yeah. You can
0: go half cauliflower, half mashed potatoes, mix it together, so you're still getting some of that, you know, normal, delicious flavor that you Or even
1: just step it down gently, like add 10% mashed, you know, mashed cauliflower to start to your potatoes, and then next time maybe you do 20 or 25 until, you know, you know, I I have found in my life that I get used to things. and. You know, if I try to go immediately, it's just like anything else. If I try to go immediately from full fledged Coca Cola to, you know, to, you know, sparkling water or something like that, the contrast is, is pretty great. But if you gradually do it, Catherine was telling me before yeah. we recorded, you, you can tell it.
0: Yeah. Um, Shalene Johnson, the Shalene Johnson show, which I also listened to, she talked about switching from, I think it was, um, from soda to seltzer water and, None of her family wanted to do it. So she started by doing like 10% seltzer water and then the rest Coke. And then she went to 20% and 30%. So it was a gradual switch over time. It's the same thing with coffee. If you put creamer in your coffee and you would like to give that up, which is something I will never do.
1: <laughs> you can but fry if,
0: her creamer out of her but cold, dead people hand. feel like, oh, well, I used to like half and half. Now I'm going to have 0% milk. Right. Like, what if you stepped it back gradually instead of two tablespoons of half and half? cut it down by half a tablespoon and then go another week and then cut it down another half and gradually wean yourself off of something instead of feeling like it's all or nothing. Because it can feel really depressing when you feel like you are you have to abstain from things that you like. Don't give up the ice cream. Use a smaller portion and add the strawberries. Don't give up the soda altogether at yeah. once. Switch it out gradually. Like Donald has uh, seltzer water at home, but then, if we go to the movies, he might have a coke. yeah, and so it's still very his, rarely it's but sometimes his, it's in his life, yeah. but it's not an everyday thing,
1: yeah, but look at your situation. Anytime you're in you feel like you're in an all or nothing situation, look at the situation and ask yourself,
0: Doctor, doctor, doctor. Doctor. Like, Is doctor. What can I do? <laughs> Is that a question?
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ask yourself, doctor, doctor. Um, but remind yourself that there can be situations where you can modify things. Um, you can doctor up the situation in order to not have to have that all or nothing attitude.
0: Yeah, it's a big thing in uh, Walt Place, the doctor doctoring of frozen meals, because a lot of us rely on those for lunch. Yeah. Have a frozen mac and cheese. Add some broccoli or cauliflower. Uh, I saw somewhere, I think Weight Watchers called it ghost broccoli. That's what cauliflower <laughs> is. Um, but take a lean cuisine uh, and put it on a bed of lettuce, and then suddenly you've got a high-volume meal. Yeah. Um Add salsa on top of mac and cheese, which is really delicious. Oh, my goodness. It's so
1: good. Or, or the aforementioned uh, fire roasted tomatoes.
0: But you can add flavor with uh, seasoning, spices, sauces that make it feel like you're really indulging in something without those extra calories. And It's not about diet food separate from the rest of your family. It's not about going to a restaurant and having to abstain all of the way. We can have everything, but we have to choose strategically when to do it. Because before, Donald and I would get the appetizers. Oh, yeah. We would get two separate meals. We would get two separate desserts so that we could try.
1: Yeah, I believed I could not go out somewhere if I didn't get everything that my heart desired. Yeah, exactly. Um, at the beginning of this, we mentioned another thing that we can
0: doctor, doctor doctor, and
1: that is sleep. Ooh, How can you doctor doctor sleep, Catherine?
0: Well, I'll tell you. So again, with the all or nothing mentality, a lot of us want to get a better night's sleep. Maybe we're going to bed at 11 o'clock at night because we're scrolling Instagram or watching... Uh, I don't know, Simon and Simon. Yes, yeah,
1: Simon and Simon. Heart to sure. Heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Remington
0: Steel. Um, All of those shows. But we go, oh, gosh, I, I need to get up earlier. I, it would really serve me to get up an hour earlier. Instead of going from that one whole hour earlier, if you're going to bed at 11 o'clock, going to bed at 10 o'clock, or from 10 to 9, that's a big extreme to expect of yourself overnight. Yeah. What if you started by doing 10 minutes earlier? What if you started at 9.50, the lights are out? What if you started waking up 10 minutes earlier? And then over time, switching your schedule so that it's a gradual change because it's really, it feels impossible because we're asking too much of ourselves immediately. So many people stay up late because they feel like it's their time. Either the kids are asleep or you've worked late and you feel like that night time is your time to decompress. And yeah. you feel like you're being robbed if you have to go to bed early.
1: is is just like everything else that we talk about with exercise, like every 10 minutes matters. If you can go to bed 10 minutes earlier and get 10 minutes more sleep, it really does matter. And there is science that backs it up.
0: Yeah. And it's not about Punishing ourselves or creating new versions of ourselves. It's slowly changing our habits to better suit the life that we want to live. Because my old life was stay up until 11 o'clock watching Seinfeld, barely get out of bed at 7.15, roll into work 20 minutes late. Um, because I had to stop at the donut shop to get donuts and maybe some croissants also. Um, and secret eating in my car and then going into the office. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow, that's a lot of doctoring
0: it's in the wrong direction. a lot of doctoring in the morning. But getting to the point where I realized I thought it was a circumstance. I thought, I am I just stay up late. I can't get out of bed in the morning. Now, we go to bed at nine thirty, I'd like to actually start going to bed earlier. Yeah. Um, but so I'm working on that. But now we get up at the alarm goes off at 4:30, and I still struggle to get out of bed. I still want my coffee in the morning, but I couldn't have done that five years ago because I hadn't set up my life in a no, way. No, and was because we were constantly
1: way. staying up till 11:11:30, doing that thing where we would tell ourselves like, "Oh, I'll I'll be asleep by 10:30," and then you know messing around on our phones or or reading or whatever until 11:30, and before I knew it, I was getting you know no sleep at all.
0: Well, and. Beyond the sleep side of things, there are so many things in our work life, and our family life, in just habits in our lives where we feel like we've got to do all or nothing. I want to spend a half hour reading and I can't. So now I'm mad. So I'm going to revenge eat. Yeah. What if you did a page? Right. What if you just sat for two minutes and read a page? Um, I can't do a deep cleaning in the kitchen. Okay. Got some Lysol wipes. Why don't you do that for two minutes? Yeah. If you can't do a full workout, have a go to five minute video that you do. If you can't do all the laundry, pick out the essentials and do a small load until you can or do like I do, which is actually go to Target and I bought some socks. Because to <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, what would a C or a B effort look like instead of an A effort? Um If you can't, Call a friend, send them a quick text message saying hello. If you can't make an appointment with a therapist, can you listen to Headspace or Calm for five minutes to decompress? Yeah. Um, If you can't make dinner, get a roasted chicken and a bag of steamed veggies. Um, Mm -hmm. If you've got to get fast food, get the kids meal. Don't even think about it. Don't negotiate with yourself. Don't get the large fry, get the small fry and just keep it as an absolute. If you can't meal prep one week, it's okay to just make some eggs or toss out the vegetables, the the giant head of cauliflower that's stuck in the refrigerator that's dying. Um, Throw it out, just organize your space a little bit. Um, Again, if you can't go to the gym, if you can't do your your full workout, have a go to five minute routine that you can do that you can hold space for that activity each day. Read for a minute, brush your teeth for 30 seconds do two squats like put in those minimums there to keep the habit open because all or nothing got us nothing for 40 years yeah
1: nothing and worse than nothing for 40 years
0: well and it made me resentful like i was like oh i can't do i can't do anything and it's so much better to be in a position now where we consider The doctoring of our habit. What would 50% better look like? What would 20% better look like? Okay, well, we can't do that for an hour. Could we watch five minutes? We can't read. What can we do for five minutes? And having that agility and that flexibility is important, not just for the sheer practice of having salsa as an exciting food alternative. Yeah. It's about being nimble enough to modify your plans so that you're not stuck in this pattern where you're like, if I can't meal prep, I'm not going to do anything at all. If I can't go to the gym, I can't do anything at all. Having that flexibility means that you're making positive changes in your life that are subtle and small. Yeah, would
1: you rather in five years be 20% better than you are now or would you rather be worse or would you rather be the same and still having this same conversation with yourself about I can't do anything so I may as well do nothing or would you rather have improved even 5%, 10%?
0: Well, and we have conversations where we'll think like, oh gosh, everything's ruined, now we can't do whatever. And yeah. I have to kind of step back and go like, okay, what can we do? It's not optimal. It's not the best. Maybe we feel bad because we can't do 100%. But being open to that possibility of shifting things around is it, – it, it's it's a growth mindset instead of a limiting mindset.
1: I'll tell you what we can do. We can. Doctor, doctor. doctor. But,
0: <laughs> so. In in conclusion, uh we have told you many things. <laughs> the
1: dictionary definition <laughs> of doctor doctor is.
0: So we we have spent a lot of time sharing sort of hacks and tricks to modify your plan to hold space. In the end, very simply, Donald and I work on eating at a deficit to lose weight. That is the final kind of single, simple piece to all of this. Yeah. Is that eating at a deficit and moving gets us to our goals. That's how we lost weight. And over the process of the last two to four years, we have opened ourselves up to these modifications to help support our major goal. We figured out that we could add vegetables to macaroni and cheese. It's like, woohoo, scientists discover that you can put things in macaroni and cheese. (laughs) Like, but. That all-or-nothing mentality was so limiting, and we're at a point now where we can use all of these additional tools just to enhance our practice, but the main thing that will bring the scale down is eating at a deficit. That's all.
1: That is it. And Mic drop. Only don't actually drop the mic.
0: Don't drop the mic. But we can give a thousand tips and spreadsheets and tricks to get the weight off or change your mindset, but- the eating at a deficit is where everything starts and stops. Everything else is optional. Sure, you can just have macaroni and cheese. Sure, you can skip the gym if you want to, but being open to change and modifying just enhances the experience because this is our whole life like we're not at goal weight and then suddenly fixed yeah we're still practicing all of this it's not you know well now we're on the other side of this winning we are still practicing all of these habits and we challenge you to do the same thing modify what's in front of you look for 50 percent better What could you change up to enhance your experience without feeling like you're being punished? How could you expect maybe a little less from yourself, but still make progress? Because a little bit, like Donald said, goes so much farther than just being stubborn and waiting for that perfect opportunity to open up when work calms down when the kids are out of school there's it's always a mirage in the future if you don't make time for it today and if we can make time for it you can make time for it we believe in you
1: we do believe in you and thank you so much for listening to the show Uh, we really appreciate every single one of you if you would like to contact us you can email us to weonlylookthin at gmail.com and you might say something like a few weeks ago, you had an episode that wasn't about doctoring anything, and Catherine mentioned Marcus Welby, MD, about 14 <laughs> times. And then you had an episode called Dr. Doctor, Doctor You did mention didn't him bring once. up Marcus Welby even a single time. I brought up time. no
0: doctors.
1: Um, if you'd like to do that sort of thing, email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at weonlylookthin.
0: Yeah, and we also have our online Women's Only support group, uh, Wolt Place, W-O-L-T Place. It's Facebook-based. It's uh, a place for women only to be accountable, to share ideas, tips, and tricks, and to really be vulnerable in this you know crazy internet world where there's a lot of uh, division right now on the interwebs. Yeah, and, uh, in case you hadn't noticed. And Wolt Place is just a safe, neutral space to focus on what we're all dealing with, which is our mindset around our food issues, our boundaries, and uh, our fitness habits. So if you want more information on that, go to weonlylookthin.com and click on join our support group to get more information. We've got a monthly membership and a three-month membership, and uh, you get a couple of complimentary days if you're just starting out uh, to see if it's uh, the right fit for you. So uh, come on and check it out.
1: And if you would like to do us a favor, if you got something out of this and uh, would like to say to yourself, hey, what can I do for uh, Catherine and Donald? You could go to Apple Podcasts and rate the show and maybe give it a quick review. Uh, every single one of your ratings and reviews really helps us get the word out about the show. It helps uh, other people to find us when they're searching for it or searching for similar shows. And uh, and gosh would,
0: darn it, it also makes us feel good. So It, it does make us
1: feel good. Uh, we, uh, we really appreciate all of the kind things that you've said to us and uh, we are grateful for every single one of them.
0: So if you still don't know the difference between Duran Duran and Dr. Doctor, just remember (laughs) that Donald and I are an An
1: inspiration inspiration the information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only the hosts are not medical professionals you should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Yellow leather, red leather. Okay.